Captain's Log, Stardate 97440.9. Endeavor is approaching the finish line of our initial mission. Our next stop will be the location chosen for the third and final transwarp conduit that completes this path through the maelstrom. The space beyond is new and an exciting prospect to test the limits of the ship and its technology, as well as to test the resolve of the crew, who will move further away from what is known each day we continue to explore new frontiers. But you know, Captain, after a little while of just being completely frigid at all times, you, you kind of come to appreciate that living on a starship is sometimes so stable and samey. I, I really think that I've come to learn through not being able to adjust my thermostat properly that there's more to life than any kind of motions at his console. All of this. Were you you taking new courses in philosophy, Lee? New not new courses. I was vice president of the old-timey philosophy club at the academy. You know, I was starting to worry that I had packed your schedule a little too much, but you seem to have so much spare time for all of these hobbies. Well, to be frank, Captain, and I know I probably shouldn't admit this, but I feel like we have a rapport at this point. A lot of piloting a starship is just making sure it stays going in a straight line. Well... You've got that down, but we've got to test your skills at some point. As Lee turns back to the helm, the communications officer says, Captain, we're receiving a distress signal. Is it in any recognizable format? The signal matches a VESIF configuration. Call Krill up to the bridge. Lee taps his console a few times. Captain, looks like if we change course and go to maximum warp, we can be there in about 28 minutes. All right, let's head toward the distress signal. A few moments later, the turbolift opens and Krill... What would be the right verb for how he walks? Scuttles onto the bridge? Scuttles! I was going to say scuttles. <laughs> yeah, Krill, Krill scuttles onto the bridge. He still looks all... Yellow and crystalline, though he does have a comm badge he's been given, you know, in case he needs it. Uh, this is, in fact, his fourth comm badge. Oh, buddy. I mean, everybody's got to have a midnight snack, <laughs> right? Captain, I heard we had a distress call from my people. Yes, we've already changed course and we're on our way. Listen to the distress call and see if you can pick up any details. The communications officer obligingly hits some buttons and a kind of shrill grinding noise pervades the bridge. It's kind of unpleasant to basically everyone's ears besides apparently Krill, who doesn't have obvious ears, so who knows how he hears. Krill kind of tilts his head and uh, says, It is a civilian convoy. They are under attack. Does it mention who they're being attacked by? No, it's a fairly brief message. Alright, red alert.
Welcome to Endeavor Through the Maelstrom. We are a Star Trek Adventures actual play following the deep space mission of the USS Endeavor as it charts a new region of space several decades after the events of Star Trek Picard. I'm Brandon, your GM for this mission. This is Nicole, and I'll be playing Captain Varel. I'm Brad, and I play Commander Razum Mozafar. Hi everybody, I'm Christine, and I will be playing Lieutenant Kai. My name's Leah, and I'm playing Ensign Katarina Everly. The Compact, Part 1. So everybody's at stations, etc., as as Endeavor drops out of warp. Uh, immediately, Kai's console starts to light up with, with detecting ships and weapons fire. You can see on the view screen the vibrant glimmer of energy weapon fire in the distance. How many ships are we dealing with on either side? I think would be the first thing Kai would go to report. Let's have Kai do Reason Plus Science, assisted by the ship. So what's my difficulty on this uh, sensor's task, Brandon? It starts at zero, but you're detecting, as in many areas of the Maelstrom, a sort of background level of subspace disturbance that increases it to a one. Okay. As always, I'm going to give you a threat for a third die as I make use of my bold science. Crap, I'm going to use that to reroll the 19. I can't do anything about the 18. Ugh. Okay, so Brandon... Did Kai fail to scan something? I think she has. Actually, she will have succeeded, but with problems. You know, this is her first time, I think, at the, the science station in a actual fight rather than just, you know, your standard crisis situation. And there's a lot of, of information coming up on those screens. Makes sense character-wise for the complication to be on Kai, being overwhelmed or rattled or however you want to phrase it. I'm going to put overwhelmed for the moment because I, I don't think she's rattled yet since we haven't been shot at this time. I think it's just, okay, got to think fast, got to look at this fast. Kai looking up from her sensors is going to report. There are eight ships out there. Five are Vesif in design. However, they're outside of the fighting captain. The other three appear to be from the same species, but they're the ones who are fighting at the moment. Hail the Vezif ships. Krill, can you interpret for us? I'll do my best. What is the source of this distress? You get a signal back in rapid what you recognize as Vezif speech. The UT is still learning. You can mostly handle Krill. Krill clarifies after a burst of chatter. Uh, they say that one of those ships was bound to them as an escort. The other two are attacking. Open all hailing frequencies. We are responding to a distress call from the civilian convoy. We are currently diplomatically allied to the Vezif, and we will provide support to this convoy. Any aggressive ships, this is your chance to stand down. Channel's up, Captain, but there is no response. All right, then take us in. We are going to lend support to the escort. Hi, Captain. Endeavor starts to close the distance. Krill, what species is that? The ships that are fighting? Their ships appear to be Troth. Troth. What do you know about the Troth, Krill? I've only heard of them, but it's said that when you have the word of a Troth, it is impossible to break. Well, that would explain why he's 
supporting the convoy instead of his own people. So then your people don't normally ally yourselves with the Troth? Troth do not have a single faction. Alliances differ ship to ship. About that time, Tarek reports, Captain, one of the Troth ships is launching some sort of projectile. Fire and intercept. Tarek hits button. A phaser beam lances out from one of Endeavor's phaser arrays to strike the uh, projectile, and it explodes in open space in sort of a brilliant fluorescent red cloud of... It's probably not literally smoke. It's like a very vibrant smoke bomb. It's not like a, a antimatter warhead or something we're familiar with. Can I do an analysis on that uh, expanding smoke cloud to see what that actually is comprised of? You know, actually, now that we are, now that you're heading into the engagement, it's probably best to go into structured time. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, ship combat. This is going to be an adventure for everybody. Yay! <laughs> The good news is the fundamental shape of things is the same as with personnel combat. There's not initiative. Sides go back and forth, taking turns until everybody's taking turns. The different news is that rather than having just like a single list of tasks to choose from, it kind of depends on what station you're at on the bridge. But now multiple stations can do multiple things though, right? All stations can do all things, but if you try to use a station to do something that is not its like normal job, it increases the difficulty by one. I'm going to say in this case, all the all the positions that are mechanically defined by this game are separate stations on Endeavor's Bridge. So, of course, the captain and uh, probably Commander Mozafar are both commanding officer position. Kai would be sensor operations and Everly. Tarek looks to Ensign Everly and as he moves to security oversight, says, Ensign, take tactical. Yes, sir. Uh, one important thing that is different about ships is that ships have a separate resource called power. Some things you do cost power. Some things you do can optionally cost more power to get more effects. The ship has, because your engines are real good, 12 power per scene, which is a lot. And there is a way that the engineer can drum up more in the middle of a fight if you need it. Range and positioning is done very loosely in this system. So I'm going to say that Endeavor is basically at medium range, which is phaser range, essentially, at the beginning of the fight. So somebody on Endeavor gets the first action. If you want that to be scan the colorful cloud, that can be a thing. If you want that to be shoot somebody or maneuver or whatever else you may want to do, those are all options. Captain, who would you like to go first? I feel like... The colorful cloud is an unknown quantity that we kind of want to know about. Let's make that our first first action. All right, I'm going to scan the cloud. That's a sensor sweep, I presume. So difficulty zero, reason plus science. Uh, again, difficulty one because of the subspace state. That's, that's still the case. So then some other things happen. So since I previously succeeded on a sensor roll, testing a theory and theory into practice activate. So I automatically have a third die and I lower the difficulty by one, but then I raise it up back up to one because I'm overwhelmed. Totally. Yeah. Sounds, sounds true. I rolled two ones. Nice. And an 11. So five successes, Brandon. Kai quickly scans the cloud as, as Lee probably nudges the ship out of the way of flying through it. I, everything in that cloud is 
harmless captain. I think it was some sort of flare. Was that maybe a warning to stay out of things? Possibly, or a signal to someone else. Well, keep an eye out for reinforcements. We'll make it a point to disable rather than to destroy. I guess that's going to end Kai's turn, Brandon. So on their turn, in terms of size, the three Troth ships are the one that seems to be alone is a little smaller than Endeavor. Mechanically speaking, it's scale four, which is like Voyager. The other two, one is a scale four and one is a scale three, which is like, I think the Defiant might be scale three. I think so. Also a Nova class, I think a scale three, right? So Endeavor's the biggest ship in the fight, I suppose, is is the point. As Endeavor approaches and, you know, starts to get a weapons lock, the smaller of the attackers, I'll say, breaks off the attack on the lone escort and vectors for the Vezif convoy. The ships of which are in some cases bigger, but your sensors can pretty easily tell that they are only very lightly armed for defense. Your turn. We want to intercept that ship. Can we maneuver between the convoy and that ship? You can certainly try. Let's leave station. I'll just go ahead and roll his control plus. I'm not feeling great about this. Homeboy can't adjust a thermostat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to to be fair, I may have command overridden his his controls on a thermostat. It's super not his fault. Yes, he gets two successes on that action you can move endeavor anywhere within medium range which includes between the smaller attacker and the convoy we do that endeavor having done that the small attacker is going to shoot at endeavor Uh uh-oh so good news and bad news they explode no we explode probably not okay the small craft it looks kind of like a fish hook like, is the hook on the front or the back? The hook part's pointing down the flange. Like like Slave 1, like it flies funny? Yeah, it, it can't, it clearly cannot land on what appears to be the bottom of the ship. So it opens fire with uh, disruptor cannons. Endeavor rocks as it takes some solid hits because the ship scored three successes against a difficulty of two. So they are going to get to roll some dice and see what happens. Or seven dice of damage. Uh-oh. Stop saying uh uh-oh when you're shooting us. Their attack hits for eight damage, and they have three effects, which will resolve in a second. Okay, so how does this work? The fundamentals of this work the same way as with personnel combat. Shields just act like the HP that you can lose without any bad effects. And resistance is like our soap. Yes. So they're dealing eight damage to begin with. Now, they did roll three effects in there, and these weapons have vicious one, which means that each effect does an additional damage that it bumps it up to 11 total damage. But you will then just knock five of it off immediately because your hull is that thick. So that'll do six shield damage? Yep. That's not good. That's ha- that's We're bloody, man. That's like half the ship. Yeah, that was that half the reach? ship. Uh, it will be because it's it's five or more, I think. Correct. You are astute. So they were not targeting a specific system. So it's just a roll on a table. They got a 19. So that's a hit to your weapons. Oh, <laughs> what the f- crap. Okay. No more No more letting Brandon roll. I'm done with it, actually. <laughs> All right. And, and that's just the, the, the one point of it, though. So they're still online. They're not even damaged yet. That's correct. 
because of the size of ship Endeavor is, a system is fully disabled if you have five breaches on that system. Now, it does suffer the result of an impact. Anytime you, uh, a system gets hit, you suffer the result of an impact, which in this case is just that before you can use the weapons again, somebody has to take the restore minor action to like turn them off and turn them on again. Now, the fun part, one of their dice that did not give them a success rolled a 20. Okay. Oh, yeah, the fish hook blows up. <laughs> uh, that might be a that's a little bit of an ask Leah but if anybody does have thoughts about how they what kind of complication they think this ship should acquire Captain they're off the hook <laughs> no, no I won't stand for that <laughs> that's an advantage you can't, that's not a complication <laughs> maybe they get caught in like the rock back of the damage or something sure like their their own weapons have they kind of a, got too close. Yeah. their weapons look like they're kind of um they make very brilliant explosiony bursts and stuff and they got a little too close because they weren't ready for endeavor to just like swoop in in front of them so they are a little bit scorched but by, by the way swooping in in front of people in starship combat generally probably not a great idea you made you did <laughs> make mm-hmm. that call home slice. yeah that's that was your decision I am not regretting my decision. What I'm saying is don't be like me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't split the party. Don't do as I do. (laughs) I love our captain. Return fire. Target their weapon system. Targeting. All right, Leah. So because the weapons uh, took that hit, you do technically have to take the minor action restore first, but you get a free minor action anyway. So that's not a big deal unless you also want to do like a bunch of other things, like do a lap around the bridge. Is the Picard like maneuver to like tuck back in your shirt? Is that's that that's a, a minor action. Yeah. She's definitely already kind of like bouncing at station. Dang it. it! Hits the console. It comes back to life. I'm trying to see if there's something about targeting their weapons array does that take an extra something it increases the difficulty by one and we do have five momentum feel free to use some of those so i get two dice i'm gonna buy one with a momentum which gives me three the ship's gonna roll one this is difficulty three to hit their weapons array you're doing weapons and security oh your number is low that makes me nervous it makes me want to give you threat you could spend two more momentum to buy another die if you want yeah you know what let me do that because we have a good amount of momentum. So I spent three momentum to have four dice to roll. The ship gets a success. So we succeed on hitting their weapons array, but there is a complication. I assume my console explodes. <laughs> Endeavor's phasers have versatile, which means they just give you two bonus momentum if you succeed. So you've already got two momentum on this attack. So you're looking at your seven challenge dice of damage. You have two momentum on this roll. So there are a few things like bonus damage you can potentially do with that momentum if you so choose. Four damage with two effects. Okay. Now, if you do have some challenge dice that rolled nothing, one of the things you can do is um, spend a momentum to re-roll any number of your challenge dice. Well, then I'm just going to re-roll the four caca dice that I got here. (laughs) Uh, That adds another two more damage. Three effects, six damage. Awesome. Their resistance is three, which means they will currently reduce this damage down to three. You are allowed to ignore two points of resistance by spending a point of momentum. You do still have one point of momentum from this attack. Do you want to do that? That will give them a breach. Slice the pie, guys. We're breaching. And you've got some effects, and I lost where spread is explained. 
inflicts additional damage elsewhere on the target. If one or more effects is rolled, attack inflicts one additional hit to a random system, even if the attack was targeting a specific system, which deals half the damage. Jesus Christ. Which deals half damage of the initial hit, rounding up, plus one for every effect rolled after the first. So... Half the damage is three, plus one for every effect roll after the first would be plus two, so that's five, so that's five to a different system. And that's to their structure. Oh no, their poor tactical officer's console exploded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Endeavor's phasers lance out, striking the Troth ship in a couple places, damaging both their weapons and their hull integrity. They're pretty messed up. Nice shot, Everly. I'm reading multiple hull breaches, uh, fires on board. I think you just took the fight out of them. Well, they did it first. Bunch of jerks. Complication? Okay, yes, complications. So because they had hit your weapons, um, you detect some power fluctuations in the phaser banks. The Troth ship will use its turn to, they fire off one of those signal flare-like projectiles. This one explodes in open space and it's blue. It's like a vibrant blue as they drift away from Endeavor and the Vezif ships. I have a plan. Well, I would like to use my turn to assist in compensating for the power fluctuations. Then as one of my talent, decisive leadership, when I perform the assist task, we retain the initiative at no cost. Varel walks over to the security console, sees things are like going a little haywire, hits a few buttons, and she's like, all right, get ready to fire again. So we're going to keep the initiative, and then uh, whatever you want to do, Brad, it's uh, our turn again. Bozafar's going to be more interested in trying to get that communications open, see what's going on, and I think maybe intercept communications to see what the communication is going between the uh, ships here. Alrighty, so uh, to do that is an insight plus engineering. The ship will assist with communications and security. I'm going to say that this one is a three, given the subspace disturbance being a pain for communications in general, and, and also because you don't have any real basis yet for like what kind of encryption methods this species may use, etc. I'm going to use one of our momentum to add a dice, but then I'm going to give you two threat to add one more. The ship got one success. Excellent. Well, that works out fine then. So we succeeded between the ship and I. Yeah, you use, I don't know, like a like an old Orion trick or something? Oh, yeah. Well, essentially what you said was that they had different groups inside of them and acted differently so i mean it's just like old pirates you do indeed find what looks like the subspace band they are talking on you hear the computer starts to spit out what you presume is is one of the ships talking to the other and one is saying where are you going the fight's not over yet the smaller ship is all this newcomer wasn't in the compact we can't deal with them right now we're pulling away uh captain the smaller ship is withdrawing from combat Suggest we try to hail the larger ship. Just because they're withdrawing doesn't mean the larger ship has decided that yet. They're outnumbered. We'll see how they act. You see the larger ship deliver another torpedo hit to the escort, which starts to drift. It doesn't explode, but it's clearly pretty much out of the fight. And then the other attacker turns its weapons toward Endeavor, and they begin to get a lock 
were being scanned. I think all the PCs have gone, so I think probably we move to the next round. Do you want to start off with uh, Everly then, since you gave her her orders last time? I did, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I am going to be assisting you on this task. Dope. Yeah, so you'll be assisted by the ship and the captain. I also have uh, strategy and tactics as a focus. I'm assuming that applies. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Are we taking a pot shot or are we aiming at something? I was going to say we're taking a pot shot just to keep the difficulty low. Yeah, because of the complication, your difficulty is going to be three even if you don't target a thing. It would be four if you did. So difficulty of three, ships assisting, captains assisting. What's my momentum pool look like? Uh, You've got one momentum in the pool, though remember your phasers, if you hit, give you two bonus momentum because they're phasers. You go ahead and use it. I would like us to hit. All right. Excellent. Oh, we're looking we're looking sunny, boys. The ship does not help, but it doesn't hurt either. So, uh, And Christine, this costs a power to do, so. Two success, because I rolled a one. Dope! I rolled three successes, and one of them matched my, for my focus, matched it. So I have four successes. Captain has two. So that's six successes. So you have three momentum for that. You have two additional momentum because they're phasers. So you have a hit with five momentum so far. Kaboom! I guess roll some damage is probably the right direction to go now. Um, Remember, you can spend some power if you want to uh, throw a couple more dice onto the pile. How much power are we at? Uh, We've only expended two. We got lots of power. All right, then I say go for it. Let's make this a, a real kick in the teeth for them. Spending a power adds how many challenge dice? You can spend up to two. Each power you spend adds an additional challenge die. Yeah, I'm fine with I, that. I, I say go in and spend both for now. Um, we're still looking pretty good on power. Yeah. Power goes back to full every scene. So, like, at the end of the fight, your power is going to basically go back to full afterward. So, yeah, get, roll some nine challenge dice, Leah. Come on, bam. 11 with three effects. Whew. So you've got 11 damage. Their resistance is four. So they will drop that down to seven. For some of the things you can do with the five momentum you have on this attack, you can, as you did before, spend a momentum to ignore two points of the target's resistance. You can one time spend two momentum to hit an additional system, which you'll already be doing because you got some effects. I like the idea of hitting three systems in one one shot. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's super embarrassing. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. I'm okay banking those, but it's up to Leah. I think. No, I agree with that because this the effect rolls are gonna are gonna cause additional damage as it is. So the base attack, the eleven damage hits their sensors. Yeah. Don't scan us. That's what life you support get. life support or nothing. I, I like how we came in here. We like took one hit and we're like, oh, that was kind of tough. And then we just like mopped the floor with them. <laughs> we had hall breaches. This is not time for games. We had one breach. The hit for spread that is triggered by effects and thus is half plus. How many effects did you get? Three. So yeah. So like this is an eight damage hit reduced by four. So a, a four damage hit goes to their structure. 
but it does reduce their shields to zero, so that's still a breach. And then finally, the third hit you bought with momentum, which is just half the primary attack's damage, also goes into their sensors. So until they get that fixed, the difficulty of their attacks are all plus one because their sensors suck, and their difficulty of anything else that has to do with sensors is plus two. And their shields are down, so... Captain, their shields are down. And I don't think they'll be scanning us again anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Um, the ball's in their court. These guys are not do not have the same self-preservation instincts that their smaller friend did. And they've got Pierce 2 because they scanned for weakness. So I'm going to spend a threat to fire a torpedo at you. Oh, that's rude. Yeah, it is. And you have to spend threat for that, right? Yes. If you fire torpedoes, I gain threat. If I fire torpedoes, I spend the same amount that would be gained. Basically, using torpedoes is the lethal attacks of ship combat. So they need to get a three because their sensors are busted. A torpedo sails over the port side of the saucer section and explodes somewhere behind Endeavor, uh, far enough away to be harmless. Captain, I think they fired another flare. Uh, n- never mind. No, that was a torpedo. They just missed us. <laughs> I think Everly uh, really messed up their targeting sensors. Communications reports that you're receiving a hail. Uh, ca- Captain, should we take that? <laughs> or answer it. On screen. Uh, on the view screen appears a staticky image of a darkened bridge with like there's a bit of a fire in the background (laughs) everybody looks a little haggard the crew they are you know they're probably some kind of since i don't think i've had like literally any person with a forehead prosthesis aliens they're probably a person with a forehead prosthesis aliens you know some kind of head ridges or something like that but not like klingons like like head ridges that go in a different direction than klingons Maybe they're like interwoven. They they look like um, like a basket pattern. <laughs> sure, I'm. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm glad you give us such a in depth species. <laughs> 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 look, we we only have so much budget for uh, for makeup. Yeah, we blew it all on phaser SFX. And Krill is all CG, like. Oh. oh yeah, we haven't seen Krill in a single shot since he came onto the bridge and communicated. <laughs> we can't afford it. No, he's he's just been sitting in the counselor's chair the entire time, just kind of like. I I do um, one thing that does happen is is uh, for that split second between when we're receiving the hail and before it goes up on screen, we see Kai hold her breath, and when the the humanoid figure that appears there, she. Let's it out again. Turns back to her consoles. Your weapons are strong, interlopers. You have won this day. Oh, I like head feathers. Redcon, they have head feathers. Good call, Brad, in chat. Our friends here, the Vezith, were a little intimidated by you. They had a compact with our enemy. They knew what they were getting into. And you interfered. You ignored the signals. That will not be forgotten. Who is your enemy? That smoldering wreck. And he probably kind of like gestures what you assume is meant to be in the direction of the uh, escort ship. If you could move along now, that would be great. 
This will not be the last we see of each other, Captain. I'm guessing that your people are big on promises. I'll take you at your word. And communications. The ship starts to uh, pull off. Let's hail that other ship. This is Captain Varel of the USS Endeavor. We were told that you were their enemy and you brought this down on the Vezith. A burst of static, and you think you hear someone shouting, trying to be heard over the static, but it definitely is not enough to hear. You're not even sure if they hear you. All right, it sounds like their communications are out. Scan that vessel. How many life signs are aboard? Captain, I recommend we pull within transporter range and consider beaming them over. I'm detecting 172 life forms and what I think might be the start of a warp core breach. Then let's pick up some new friends here and also warn the Vezeth to get their distance from this ship in the meantime. If you want to get within transporter range, you will have to get close. Uh, close enough that the detonation may hurt if you're still there when it happens. How immediate is their warp core breach? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure about what their configuration is. We could be dealing with seconds or minutes. We could try sending somebody over to, maybe they have an ejection system like ours, but I would imagine if they have an engineer's half awake, they've already tried that. We'll start saving people if we can. It might be a good idea to send uh, somebody to welcome them down to the transporter room since we can't warn them about what we're about to do. Well, Ambassador and Mozafar, you want to handle that? We're on our way. Krill scuttles along after Mozafar. In one of the transporter rooms, as Mozafar and Krill arrive, six of the troth materialize, the first group that brought over from that transporter room. They're clearly wearing something kind of like a uniform, though for many of them it's a little scorched or, or, or banged up from the fight they were just in. Several of them clearly have injuries that should get seen to. One of them, who is relatively lucid, spots Mozafar and, like, lunges and grabs him by the arms. You can't, you can't take us off of the ship! That We can't leave the ship! We're providing assistance. We can send engineers over to help. If that's what it takes. The, the captain the captain may raise shields if you don't stop. What's the status over there? What's going on with your warp core? I don't know if by that name, but it's destabilizing. It may it may lose containment entirely. I'm going to report to the bridge that, Captain, we have a destablement of the warp core. I think that we should send over a few engineers in order to help them try to stabilize this. They are wanting us to stop transporting their crew over or they will raise shields. They're asking us not to rescue them? They do not want to be taken from the ship. Oh, okay. Um, cease transporting. Send a team over to assess the situation. If it can be resolved, keep a transporter lock on our crew members. Uh, permission to go with the engineering team. If anybody has a chance of understanding a unusual engine configuration quickly... It's me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Endeavor Through the Maelstrom. 
If you like the show, rate, share, and subscribe through your podcast vendor of choice. You can also find us on Twitter as at Endeavor Show. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-U-R-S-H-O-W. And you can find me on Twitter at Blue of the Ken. You can find me online at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, and night with a K. You can find Brandon and me discovering the ways of the Force on Heroes of the Hydean Way, a Star Wars actual play podcast at thehydeanway.com or at thehydeanway on Twitter. And if you like Vikings and Norse mythology, check out another one of my shows, a Dungeons and Dragons 5e Midgard podcast, Omens Call, which can be found at Omens Call Pod on Twitter or at omenscall.com. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can find me on all the socials at Leah617. Usually I'm on Twitter, RT and stuff that makes me laugh. Come say hi there. You can also check out mischiefmedia.com for the other nerdy podcasts that I currently produce or uh, host. And you can find me, Brad, on Twitter at MacinEbedy1. That's M-A-C-H-I-N-E-B-E-D-E number one. My Twitter is at CompleteNictory. You can find other projects I'm involved in at CompleteNight.com. That's C-O-M-P-L-E-T-E-K-N-I-G-H-T dot com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you out there. So it is just going to do a quick roll to see if it does the thing. Boopy doopy doo. Is that the sound that it makes? Yeah, it makes a boopy doopy doo sound. <laughs> you know how it is. They're a Sesame Street ship, so. Yeah, it's just full of Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, that would but, be the most awesome alien species that we ever met. But not like how Farscape had a lot of Jim Henson. No, puppets. no, no, like actual Muppets. No, actual Muppets. They're all they're all fuzzy and brightly colored. <laughs> and that would be the best day ever.